It's a wonder that I'm the only one on this podcast that likes good games. Super Mario Brothers Wonder, today on... That's some grade A bullshit. We'll talk over the pre-recorded intro. Welcome over to another episode of Press Be to Cancel. It's your favorite retro podcast, except this week we are not talking retro. Who'd have thought? No, this week we're talking about what I think is one of the best games in the franchise, certainly the best in the franchise of recent memory. Super Mario Brothers Wonder for the Nintendo Switch just came out the other week. And I'm not alone because it's just me talking. It's just really a really boring episode. So I got three other guys who I know are diehard Mario fans just like myself. Sinistar, how are you doing this week? Doing well. I uh, I am, in fact, a diehard Mario fan. Uh, get your bingo cards. <laughs> and Chardmonk, how are you doing this week? I am wonderful. Thank you for having me on this episode. I do not have any of my uh, Mario paraphernalia or contraband up at this time, but uh, I'm a big fan of Final Fantasy, so that makes me infinitely qualified to talk about this. I, I just got bingo. <laughs> Pointing at a shelf, talking about Final Fantasy. Uh huh. It's it's, it's a winner today. That was my right. last square. Usually, awesome. Elden Ring is the first one. And also joined by Wolf. Wolf, how are you doing this week? I'm doing all right. I I think you misinterpret the situation this week, sir. Well, okay. Look, let's start <laughs> I think off. You've heard more of Sinistar, in my opinion, than yours. So, <laughs> I have not said a word in MPs about this. We, we've we've noticed. On yeah. Notice. Yeah. Notice. Okay. All right. Well, let's start off with first off, Mario Wonder came out, and it's not a long game. It's it's a two D Mario game, and much like those, you can usually beat it within twelve hours or so. I did beat it this morning, actually. So, and I think I ended up around fourteen, but that's because I'm terrible at these games. So I've beaten it. How about you guys? Sinister, how far did you get in Mary Wonder? I have made it to basically kind of the, I think the second area. Um, you go through the desert, you then end up in the aisles, and then I went north from the aisles, and I've done uh, the first area there. So okay. I don't know how many levels that is. That's probably 12 or 13 levels at this point. Okay, so you've beaten World 1, and you're kind of into the, the hub area. Yeah, yeah. Chart, how far did you get? I got to the swimming area, which I think is the second area that you can get into after like the initial kind of showing off everything. And uh, I'm in the hub area as well. We got we got rid of one of the floating piranha plants around the castle and then did right. like, I want to say three or four levels beyond like the startup. So, but I did, I did dig pretty deep in the first area because I wanted to try and get all the wonder seeds. So, okay. So also yeah. in the, in the hub area, what about you, uh, Wolf? I kind of did about the same thing. I did everything in the first world except for get one wonder seed. I couldn't I, I went back a couple times looking for it, couldn't figure out where it was, and then moved on to the sort of hub world area, which I do find interesting. It's it's not as cut and dry world one, world two, world three, world four, and instead there's a hub world after world one where there's levels and they expect you to find your way to world two, I guess. Yes, that. and it, it is interesting. So you're right. So you beat World One, and then the game opens up into the Petal Isles, which is the center of the map, and that's where you'll you'll see Bowser. And we'll talk about the story briefly in a minute. 
and yeah you kind of navigate around the, the hub aisles to get to the different worlds it's it's mostly on rails in the beginning for first couple worlds but once you get to world once you beat in world three you actually it actually opens up and it says hey now you can go to worlds four or five or six and you can do them in any order you want and i end up doing them out of order just just because so that was kind of interesting and that's kind of different i think in in some games i guess Mario World, maybe, I think, let you kind of do worlds out of order. And there's definitely a lot of inspiration, I feel, in Mario World versus this. But yeah, you can totally do them in number order one through seven, or you can actually, you can break it up in the last half. So for those who aren't aware, this game is a decent-sized Mario game. There are six regular worlds, then there's the hub world, and then there's kind of like a a seventh world, Bowser-style, Bowser's World Although Bowser's more on rails, there's only a handful of levels. They kind of actually tied in Bowser's world and the final handful of stages with the the hub world levels, the pedal aisles, it's called. So it's kind of interesting. There's also, which is which is it's the reason why I ask you how far you got. Because when I first started playing this game, for the first couple hours, my kind of reaction was, eh, it's good. Mechanically good. It's a burial game. It's good. I mean, it's nothing, nothing, not game of the year. It's not going to break any molds. It was good. But then I started getting later stages, and there's a lot of callbacks to other games in the franchise. And one of the big ones was there's a special world, straight out of Mario World, where each of the different worlds has a hidden path of stages you can unlock, and it takes you to a separate map for it's a special world. And the levels there are hard as freaking hell. Like it's unbelievably hard. And they're but they're hard in a in a fun way. And it wasn't until I got a special world that this game really kind of got got its hooks into be good. So I'm kind of like, kind of wish you guys got a little bit further. Just just got to that first special world stage, but it's it's okay. But so for what you guys played from the first world, what do you guys think of the opening to this game, the opening stages? How was it? Do you feel like there was too much of a tutorial and hand holding, or do you think they kind of got into it right away? It, it feels. Yeah, oh, yeah, I ahead. knew this was going to happen. Nope. Go ahead, Wolf. What? If you got I think it. Wolf goes first. I thought you were going to okay. say. Someone who do you think picking person talk first? I'm not good at this, Charlie. All three of us went. Ah, yeah. I'm sorry. I'll pick on people next time. Okay. I want to hear well, Wolf's opinion. Go ahead. I do want to start. I don't feel like it's super handholdy, though. The flowers are pretty. Uh, there's okay. We should preface this for people who have not played the game. There are little flowers that just have little bits of commentary here and there, and. You know, sometimes they'll tell you to do something like when mm-hmm. you first get the hat badge, the the glide badge or whatever they call it. Uh, he, there's a little flower that's like, just hold R to glide. And he follows that up with what is R anyway? Yeah, like <laughs> it's <laughs> so cute. It's, it's yeah. not super handholdy. It's a little it's a little tongue in cheek cheesy, but like they don't expect you to just sit there and hang around and, you know, press, 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 while it blatantly and boringly tells you exactly how things work. Instead, it's just like, hey, this is how you do it. Good luck. And that's that, right? You don't even have right. to hang out and listen to the the spiel. And as you're going, the little flowers will sometimes clue you into things. But for the most part, like you said, you can turn off their sound. You can, yes. I guess I imagine then they're just little text box would pop up instead. I think uh, I I didn't. So here's the thing with the flowers. I thought I would hate them. I thought they'd be annoying, but I actually didn't mind them so much. So I left them on. But I know that I did see the options to change their language, so you can have them spout Japanese at you, but still have English captions. 
or you can turn <laughs> off the dialogue entirely. But I think you're right. I think the text box would probably still be there, although I'm not quite sure. Um, I will I will say that it's you're right. It's not as it's not like they're hitting you over the head with a bat of tutorials like they usually do. Oh. Nintendo games usually are really heavy handed with the tutorial systems. But I like what they did with Wonder. The opening was fairly quick and got you into the game. And they kind of break down the mechanics kind of kind of easy going with the flowers. But I mean, it's also it's also a Mario game. So, I mean, if you played a Mario game, especially one of the modern 2D versions in the last 10 years, you kind of know what to expect, right? It's 2D platforming. You run, you jump. There's a flagpole. There's three coins to collect. And then there's some kind of item that you can find called Wonder Seeds. So I felt it was pretty straightforward and kind of easy to get into. But there's... They, they could have hit you with a lot more dialogue, unskippable dialogue, as I think is Nintendo's tradition, but they didn't in this case. Uh, you can even skip the intro if you want, which is which was surprising for me. Sinister, yeah, what do you think I, about the... Oh, go ahead. Okay. I do want to mention, like, I feel like the game doesn't ham-handedly force you to read a bunch of dialogue yeah. unnecessarily. Um, that was actually a problem I had with Tears of the Kingdom. Sometimes characters would just go on and on and on and say absolutely nothing. And I was like, ah, please make it stop. And in this, like, there's not a ton of dialogue. When somebody has something to say, you maybe have to push the button two, three times, unless it's like very early on where they're like explaining how badges work. Right. Which, that was the only time that I felt like they went on a little too long. And even then, it was like, eh, you know four or five boxes of dialogue to explain that you can equip a badge and they do magical stuff. Okay, cool. Um, But otherwise, no, it's, it's not sitting there making you read a ton of exposition or, you know, explanation of what's happening in the world or whatever. They're just like, these are poplins. And that's that. (laughs) Like they, they're just like, it's everything's very casual and matter of fact, instead of this is this. And here's why these are called this blah, blah, blah. They don't do any of that, no. which I appreciate. They're, They're like toes, like, but flowers. Weird Mario <laughs> world. Have fun. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Sister, what about you? What do you think of the opening of the game? Well, first off, um, I, I want to call out that I, I have a feeling that GP probably is going to hate at least one aspect of this game because of the name Poplin. Anyway, GP will get it. I'm not going to explain it. It's his, it's his issue. Um, okay. So, uh, if we're talking the intro, first off, I want to say that the intro animation, spoiler alert, although it's stupid early in the game. Bowser becomes a castle and and <laughs> and, and farts out piranha plants. Wow. I'm, yeah, I'm not kidding. Never, I'm never playing this again. Thanks for I'm not that. kidding. Farts, <laughs> farts out piranha plants. But the animation, it, like there's a part where he starts flying toward the screen and and it's it honestly was like, oh, that's a little bit like that's a little bit scary. Uh, personal Mario. bubble. Not, personal not, bubble. Yeah. yeah, right. <laughs> No, I, okay, so I'm going to I'm going to disagree that the dialogue is not too much because I absolutely got tired of the little segmented worm prince dude talking the caterpillar. after <laughs> the caterpillar. every yeah, <laughs> whatever. Prince. After every single level, I got so tired of it. I got it's like literally I finish a level and it's like he pops out of my skull wherever he's living in my head. Where worms typically live. <laughs> in yeah, the ears. Yeah. Apparently this is Wrath of Khan. <laughs> um, 
but, and, and like, I just kind of was like, I just want to move on to the next level. I kind of missed like super Mario brothers one where like, there's no dialogue between levels and it just like, I get to go play the next one. It's like, shut up, shut up, shut up. I want to move. <laughs> like, I get that you're letting me select stuff, but I, I kind of feel like, I don't know. Open world 2d Mario feels a little weird. And I know anyway, but well, that said, I'm going to, I'm going to lay this out because I feel like Jake (laughs) misinterprets what I say in our, in our Marco Polos. When we chat, I like this game. I actually like this game. I pull this game out while I'm like in between work things. And like, I play a level and I'm like, Hey, that was fun. And then I put it away until I have, you know, my next, you know, break between meetings or whatever. And then I, you know, play another one. I like this game. Do I think it's a, an amazing game? No. And we'll get there. Wonderful game. But when you've only played the first hour, I totally, I had totally had the same opinion. I thought, yeah, like you, great. It's good. Pick up, play level here and there. It's fun. It's a Mario game. It wasn't until much later that it kind of got its hooks in, but I'm glad you don't hate the game. (laughs) I do feel like, I do feel like it's, incredibly disjointed so far because there's no real continuity between levels. It's like, okay, this level has rhinos. Okay. This one has hoppos. Okay. This one has fish. Okay. This one, this one has birds that shoot bridges out of their noses. Okay. Like, yeah, but that's Mario. I mean, yeah, but yeah, exactly. It, well, if you, if you look at Mario world, it's exactly like that. Mario world does the exact same thing. It's, the only one that really stuck to heavily themed was probably Mario three Mar Like mm. they haven't done the heavily themed thing since then. So much like the better. Mario. I always, yeah. I always felt like world was pretty themed by like kind of the area well, you were in kind of, to a but degree, yeah. yes. But I mean, in donut plains, you do have like, for an example, you've got the ghost house, you've got the cave level right off the bat almost, you know, and then on the first island level in Yoshi's Island area, you've got the the level with the giant bonsai bills and all that, and it's very bullet bill themed. And then you've got another stage the other way that's a bunch of moles, Monty moles, right? And then as you continue on through the, the main level area, you've got a water stage. Like, it's not sure. really themed so much. There's big jarring changes and this kind of does that but i feel like we're so much further into game development nintendo has grown so much i feel like there should be a little bit more straightforward theming than there is this time around i think you nailed something on the head too i haven't hit a ghost house yet and that's disappointing. <laughs> so uh, no, seriously, that's disappointing. Yeah. Well, that's because Mario hasn't gone around smashing all the brick people of the kingdom. Yeah, he's not a straight up murderer <laughs> so in this one. You want to talk about yeah. a theme to tie in? Let's talk about all the people <laughs> that are haunting the ghost house that are used to be bricks. <laughs> I, so, you know what? I miss. I miss the one that's the flappy tongue. <laughs> Don't think he's favorite. in this one. I gotta say. Oh, actually, there is a door enemy that does the tongue thing. It's it's like a mimic door. So there is that at well, least. So I, you get the tongue action get, some way. Uh, do I get haunted houses at some point? 
You do, but so unlike Mario 3 and Mario World, uh, there is not an airship every world. There's not a ghost house every world. There are ghost ships or ghost houses and airships in the game, but not every world will have both. So it's kind of different, at least from what I've found. There are there are state stages in worlds I've not yet done. Even though I've beaten the game, I have not gotten every single stage because some of the stuff is hidden because I haven't done all of Special World yet. So there are definitely the tropes from Mario World and 3, but not all the time. And I, I don't mind that. I like that. I'm, I don't necessarily want to have to do like, you know, underwater land and have to do like 12 underwater stages all at once. That would break me. <laughs> that would drive me nuts. That's, yeah, that's fair. And that's one of the yeah. things yeah. I liked about Even World is World. Kick badge. World had kind of its formula where it was like, okay, right. there's a regular level. Okay, there's a haunted house. Okay, there's an underwater. Okay, there's a castle. Like there was a, it was kind of themed in every single area. And so far, I'm struggling to find theme, I guess, is what I'm saying. Right. Char, what about you? What do you think? It, oh, go ahead, Wolf. Jake's not going to like my answer, so you go just, ahead. I was just going to say it seems more like set dressing than it does uh, level design theming, I guess. It's hmm. fair. Anyway, go ahead, Char. So let me let me premise my... Preface my or premise? Whatever. We're just... <laughs> listen. It's well, early... It's an early yeah. Friday, okay? Yeah. Most of us literally just got done with work. <laughs> it's truly early in the week for this fake Friday. We can't do this. this out. <laughs> I like how Jake played this for a couple hours, I think, until it really hooked, got him hooked. <laughs> and yet he won't give the game of the year more than like 45 minutes because he's bored with the main characters. <laughs> I'm going to let that, I'm going to just let that marinate. The opening of the game is cool. It's a Mario game. To, to argue uh, Sinistar's point about disjointedness, I didn't, when Mario fires up now, it's almost expected to just be wacky. Like, it's just like, oh, it's Mario. And, and I did like, I, I hate the goddamn flowers, but I'll, I'll cover that later. <laughs> I did like the fact, as to Wolf's point, that it's like, here you go. It's Mario. Have fun. There's a few things that I like. There were things where I was like finding it out as I was playing, like the spin jump. Didn't realize it was a shoulder jump. And I pressed that and went, oh, there's stuff up here too. But like, there's not a, there's, there's, I don't feel like there's any hand holding. I think there's a little like, hey, here's a, here I'm going to throw you a bone. And then you just play. And I thought that was cool. And I, I found, like looking for the wonder seeds, I felt the replayability on a lot of levels. Um, I had watched uh, uh, Purse play this when it first came out, and I, when I I rated him a couple nights ago, well, I think it was like when it was released, and so I watched him play like kind of the opening area, and then I I went and played the levels I watched him play, and it was like, oh, this is kind of cool. And that whole stampede, the bull rush stampede level right. where you uh -huh. drop down underground and you get the wonder seed, and then you ride the the bull yeah. rush all the way out. That was yeah, cool. That was, that, neat. that was neat, right? Yeah. That's that's some cool stuff. And there's some hidden things in that area. And and uh, I didn't get... I wanted to see more power-ups early on. Now, I know there's more. The deeper in you get, I know there's more. But it's like, here's Fire Mario, expected. And here's Elephant Mario, new, <laughs> new, new feature. Cool. Both are cool. I like the feature that you can hold water in your trunk and you can water the flowers and it unlocks some things or it'll give you a wonder seed or, you know, or it just gives you coins. Like it has, there's different variations. So you're always like, Oh, there's a dead flower. Oh, I need to go find 
the, the elephant power up so I can water the plants and see what it does. I, I was doing that without even thinking about it. And I found myself replaying a lot of the levels because I wanted to, because I'm a completionist, I want 100% everything. And if I see that little dotted outline of a wonder seed over a world, I, I like had to, I had to force myself to leave the first area because it's like, I need to play more so I can have more of a basis to discuss this instead of, yeah, I got stuck in the first area because I couldn't leave until I did everything. And that doesn't have to be the case, right? So I, I was, I was, I was kind of meh at first. The flowers were annoying as hell. I, I don't like people telling me every five seconds what's going on while I'm running around the world. Um, and some of the jokes are super cheesy to a point or even oh, yeah. where I was kind of like, come on, dude, you want to know what see what the salt water tastes like? You're a fucking flower growing on the coast. As far as I'm concerned, as far as we're all <laughs> concerned, you're drinking that shit right up your plant. But, but <laughs> it's a whole nother story altogether. I, I don't think it's a top five Mario game, but it was a fun platformer. I'm not the biggest platformer on the planet, so my opinion is kind of like going to be jaded anyways because I'm I'm like not super platformer guy, but it was fun. It was fun. It was entertaining. I, I was playing it for 45 minutes straight, and if I hadn't been so tired from work, I would have kept on going, but I had to go to bed because I had to get up early, so I was like, ah, it's probably a good place to cut it, so I wanted to keep going. But I, I'm not drawn back to it. I think I'm a lot like Sinistar, where it's kind of like, hey, I got a free couple minutes. Maybe I'll do a level or two. But it's not like I sit at work going, oh, my God, I want to go home and play this like right now. So it's good. It's a good game. But it's it's just it's Mario. It's another Mario game. But it's not it, it's, it's weird, but it's not like outlandishly weird. Does that I'm, make sense? I mean, it's, it's, it's weird. It's Mario realm that I <laughs> so it's weird. Something that you kind of alluded to is like, I guess, I guess I've been kind of waiting for that wow moment. Like, yeah, I don't remember if it was the DS or the 3DS Mario that had the the one where you got the giant mushroom and you became massive and you crushed the level. When right. I first did that, I was like, oh, that's cool as hell. Like that was like my bah, exploding brain right. moment. Right. And I haven't found that yet. Right. Right. I like the boss okay. battle. I thought the first boss battle with Kid Kid Bowser or ba sure. Little Bowser, yeah. Bowser Jr. Cool. Yeah. I thought yeah. that was kind of neat. That was that was cool. Where you know you fight him normal, and then he gets really small, uh -huh. and then and you, you hit him, big. and he gets really big. Yeah. You know, and like the size differentiation was was cool. I thought that was a cool. I'd like to see what the other boss battles look like. But the same thing with Sinistar. I want to see a haunted house. I want to see you know an airship level. I want to see the stuff that's standardized and. Most of you guys, as my friends, know me pretty well that if you throw anything nostalgic or a mm. callback to something somewhere in the game, it's going to hook me real good. And I wish right. I wish it was earlier on. And it's again, it's the first area. So they're not. Gonna yeah, give that's you, the thing. They're not going to give you all the red Skittles in the first area. You got to eat a couple limes. You got to have a, a couple yellows. You got to you got to eat through the oranges before you can get to the purples and the and the reds. You know what I mean? I'm gonna yeah. skittle. You gotta snort a few lines before you can engage those poppins. You know, it's just the way it is. <laughs> I, I hear you. Right, right. So Sorry, I don't hate this I game. I, I jokingly, I jokingly told Jake that I hated this game, and it was it was merely to poke fun. It's it's good. I don't think it's a top five Mario, but I think it's a good Mario. It's a good platformer, and it was it was entertaining. I'd watch someone I play mean, this. Absolutely, watch someone play this. Uh, honestly, I'm gonna throw this out there. Is there a bad 2D Mario? Is there? Yes. 
<laughs> maybe maybe Super Mario yeah, Brothers yeah. 2 Japanese? Maybe? Like, I would argue Lost Levels is probably a bad Mario game. Well, are you but that talking did not about come the original here. Lost Levels or the re-release Lost Levels? Both, are, I think, are are not great. The, sure, the difficulty spike is too much, but anyway. let's. T- I mean, but that, that, was, that was original Japanese Mario 2, right? I yes. mean... So and, and yes. Since, okay. Yes. We can argue that one, but aside from that one, is there a bad 2D Mario game? So mm-hmm. yes. I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna say yes I'm before in, you speak, Wolf. All right. I'm so I'm interested to hear what you have to say about this, just because I don't think there is. So I, I the point about there there not being a bad Mario like an awful Mario game, I get it because Mario is you know usually 2D. universally controls well. 2D. Yeah, 2D Mario. 2D, 2D. Mario specifically. Okay. Even even They're that because 3D Mario games. <laughs> I know people. I hate Sunshine too, but there's an argument for that one. But even 2D. So here's here's the thing, and here's why I like this game so much. When I first played it, I just thought it was going to be yet another 2D Mario game like they've been releasing for the last ten years. I don't know if you guys have played. I mean, Sinister, you played the new Super Mario Brothers on the 3DS. That's great. Yeah. What you played is what they did three times over the last ten years. It wasn't sure. until we got Super Mario 3D World that they kind of started breaking the mold. New Super Mario Brothers and the Wii, it's not bad. Okay, the controls, it's Mario. It controls really tight. It's, it is what it is. But the worlds in that game were so dull and so lackluster. The power-up was you grab an acorn and you're Squirrel Mario. Your power, you can glide. We've seen it before. The power-ups are boring. The worlds weren't forgettable. The levels were not really that, they were not inspired. It didn't feel like there's anything new or fresh to the table. It was a very bland Mario game. It's one of the first Mario games in years that didn't even bother to finish. And they did it again by re-releasing it as Super Luigi Brothers, where they took Luigi and they kind of remixed the levels. Inch, a little more interesting, but still a very bland, and I would say a bad Mario game. Does it control bad? No, absolutely not. But is it a good Mar- Is it a good game? Okay. I don't think so. Right. I haven't hard played argument. Those, so I can't. I have a, I have a, I have a hard, a hard time imagining bad controlling on a 2D Mario game because they're all very similar. Now, and again, I don't play a lot of Mario outside of like World and Three and and Galaxy, but uh, there have been some muddy controls on some of them. Fair, like Luigi and Mario been... Two. I mean, I know people don't mind it, so but I, I can't stand Luigi and Mar- Mario Two. Uh, I beat Mario Two with Luigi. That was that was not that bad. Well, I mean, there's yeah. no accounting Luigi, for taste. Luigi is the is the hang in the air, right? No, yeah, that's the no, bicycle kid. No, Luigi's the super jump. Yeah, yeah the floaty yeah, jump. Yeah, yeah, not not like jump and then hover, but no, like his the, jump is really yeah, yeah. low gravity. Oh, that's right. He, his legs do like the yeah. yes, yeah. So what's neat though about this game though is is it does have a lot of callbacks. Even though there's there's multiple characters in Mario Wonder, I think there's like eight characters. Half of them are yeah. are your 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 kids' characters, which don't take damage. So that's the Yoshi's and Nabbit. That's fine. But, but they the main also characters, don't get some of the power ups. Yeah, they don't get the power ups at all. But Yoshi is Yoshi. He can Yoshi can ride another Yoshi, everything. which is interesting, and he eats everything. And he does, Nabbit, he, I think, is just faster. He does this but, cool little jump. Yes. So he he has that. But the other characters, Peach, Daisy, which is the first time she's playable, Toads, awesome. I think all those characters, they they all are basically, it's not like Mario 2 where they have different abilities. They're all basically the yeah. same, but but you can at least pick skin. them. It's just skin and, and vocals, yeah. right? But what they did instead is they have the badge system, which is really interesting. I wish they used it more, but it's really interesting. Half the badges are um, passive abilities, things like you equip this one badge 
and it lets you see um, yellow exclamation blocks and levels to help make things a little bit easier jump wise sometimes new power-ups there's one's a coin magnet lets you you know collect coins another one's a, a dolphin kicks so you you can swim faster mm-hmm. but then they also have one that gives you a ducking charge jump straight out of mario 2 another mm-hmm. one of the badges gives you the fluttery jump kick or jump uh just like luigi just like or that wall or wall jump the, or wall, the jump. Vertical yeah. wall jump yeah because you can wall you can wall jump in by default but it the wall jump badge off. lets you but it, yeah, bounce, it's a bounce yeah. off instead of a jump yeah. up on things yeah. But there's also one that gives you a vine grappling hook, which is like reminding me very much of the messenger. And I love the fucking messenger. So they added a bunch of badges. You can only take one, which is like, I mean, I understand it, but it's neat that it lets you pick how you, your, your one bonus when you're playing these levels or not pick it at all. Like half the time I was using the badge that made you big at the start of the stage because I, I hate dying oh, and you lose your power-ups and you start you a, start with nothing. I, that one I, I pretty much sat on that one too. Yeah. And it, it's it's a nice <laughs> it's a nice one. Like it made the games hard enough. I don't need to start a small Mario every freaking time I die. So I thought it was really cool. Yeah. But I like the badge system in the game. So they kind of brought in some of those abilities. So right off the bat, Mario Wonder has more variety and abilities than the past games in the mo- in most recent memory. Because like 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 we said, you have in, in Fire Mario, Squirrel Mario. I mean, it was kind of boring. And this one, at least you have fire, bubble, drill, and elephant. And even oh, elephant Mario is actually more interesting than you might think it is, right? Break certain bricks yeah. that other characters can't. The water sure. mechanic, right? It, there's there's more to it. it attack can, is in an arc, actually, for example. Yeah. You can run yeah. across certain bridges, stuff like that. Yes. Yeah. You can kill dry bones as, as uh, elephant Mario, too. Oh, can you? Yeah. So that's that's but, neat, yeah. But at the same time, there is that adage of, you know, less is more. And that's kind of what I'm feeling a little bit right now is like one. I, I love world world actually has a pretty small subset of, of, you know, um, skins and abilities that you can get. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, It's literally just got two. It's got the feather or cape and and then it's got fire flower and it feels complete. Like it's to me, it's great. See, it's only got two when you factor that in, but it's got the Yoshis and their whole suite of abilities. They, yeah, they so change that's colors. Where they, they, yeah. It does they, actually they have a third. They power-ups behind the Yoshis, really. It does have a third. It has the pee balloon that you actually swell up and float. Right, through. but you only use yeah, that like twice, the, though, right? It feels, mm-hmm. yeah. it's a pee balloon a just, it feels like a, like a pee switch you bring with you. We're saying pee yeah. a lot. <laughs> there's stages in Mario Wonder that also have the P balloon analog in the game. There's a few stages that, that take advantage of it. So so what I'm getting at, I guess, is there is more variety here. And when you would think that there's not enough variety, the the wonder mechanic, right? So you guys briefly mentioned how there's a, there's at least two seeds in every stage. Some have three. And the, one of the seeds is kind of pseudo-hidden. Yeah, it's definitely a trip. And, that, and that's the thing. That's why I said, and, and Polo's offline, when I first started playing this game, they really should have called Super Mario Brothers weird because I find it does get quite weird. And I think you do need to be high to appreciate some of this game because some of the stages are really fucking weird. That's what I was like, going to say is I think maybe yeah. my issue is, is I'm not high enough when I'm playing this. <laughs> well, I can't well, do like, the, my job, so I just yeah. have to I That's, just have to live vicariously. <laughs> I will say when you're in wonder flower mode is when those little talking flowers are at their best and they sing. It's. Yeah. Oh, you're like God. what well, the, the singing piranha plants was very bizarre and then you kill <laughs> oh. them with a fire flower and that part there's just like all of us yeah. now there's no vocals for a moment until the yeah. flower popped out yeah which i thought was fun the piranha but the parade was pretty talking good. flowers like they're always just 
thrown for a loop by Wonderflower mode. They live in this kingdom, yet Wonderflower mode throws them off. Right? Holy so it's be- they're like, it's because Bowser what's going on? It's because Bowser messed up the balance of things and stole all the wonder power and it's kind of leaking out. So that's why they're not, they don't know what's going on either. Everybody's just confused about this this pockets of wonder power. But Towley from from South Park. <laughs> I'm so high right now. It's a It's the player analog, right? <laughs> but I, I want to talk about a couple of the wonder. I'm not going to, I don't want to spoil many of them because, but the thing is here is while they may repeat the mechanic occasionally, there's, there's like, for example, there's one where um, you're riding the bulls. They repeat that in two stages out of a hundred stages in the game. You see that twice and it, the stages are very, very different, but you have the idea of the running of the bulls coming after you. But the first one with just the pipes, all of a sudden animating and arching the snake in their yeah, way through yeah. the level and you're riding it. That was weird. The singing piranha plants, that that was weird. The one that got me, it was a ghost house. And when you get the wonder seed, King Boo flies on the screen, massive, and is slowly chasing after you while singing opera and everybody's singing as they're chasing you through the ghost house. That was trippy. I would like to see that. That would be Or like the ninjis from Mary Brothers 2. There's a stage, there's a couple stages where the ninjis are there and they're not enemies. I mean, you can kill them, but they're mostly there to dance. And you have to jump in time with the music to get through the levels, and they dance and cheer you on as you're jumping through the level. Like it's all right. that shit crazy. All like there's a lot right. of weird shit in this game. I want to call crazy. out. I think Jake is uh, is making up levels to try to get me to play this more <laughs> to, to draw so, us back in. Yeah. So let me tell you why this game uh, speaks to me so much. One of the best games in the last ten years has not been New Super Mario Bros. series at all. It was. Super Mario Maker, especially the first one on the Wii U. I love the hell of that one. The, the sequel was was good, but it didn't get the support and the attention that the first one did. It was I love that game. Well, because I love Super Mario Maker because it, it, it took the level, it took the ability to make levels and took it out of the hands of Nintendo and gave it to the player base to do whatever the hell they wanted to. And over at, did you guys play Mario Maker? Yes. And what it did oh, yeah. is it made it so that, so that people went to, to Twitch to Twitch uh, streamers and said, I'm going to troll the ever loving fuck out of you. And that's what that game did. Yep. Some, some of them. Wrong. Yes. It's not wrong. If I so, wanted to do Kaizo, I would go find a mod. I don't need to do it in Mario make it. Thank you. Okay. Kaizo aside, Mario maker brought us a couple different player made subtype of, of genres in Mario maker, right? You had music stages where the whole goal of the stage, it was an auto scroller with note blocks that played a tune as you went through the stage. Some players got really creative with the note blocks to play music in the game. That's in Mario Wonder as well. There's there's music stages, and the music they chose is the Metal Mario theme from 64, the bonus round theme from the SNES game. There's a game from there's a theme from Galaxy that's in there. They took songs from the older games and added them to these bonus music levels. That's in there. Speed run levels where you have, you know, a short time to get through a stage. That was a big fate feature of Mario Maker. That's I've a done, wonder. I've done one or two of those, and I do like the the like ch- chase. It's like you're chasing the the coin or whatever, right? Like you, yeah. or or you're trying to outrun the caterpillar or whatever. Yeah, but the racing of the caterpillar. Yes, exactly. It's a race. That's in wonder. Yeah, that was neat. I like the Merrymaker had the a lot of people would make puzzle stages. We had to find these coins to unlock a key to get through the state to get to the end of the stage, and oftentimes maybe one or two screens, very small but very much puzzle like hunt and find. That's in Mario Wonder. They made dedicated puzzle stages in Mario Wonder. 
there's so much that like, battle stages, battle arenas were very popular in Mario Maker, where you had to fight up different ways of enemies mm. to get to the end of the stage. That's in Mario Wonder. Nintendo took everything that was cool, cool created by players, except for Kaizo. They didn't do Kaizo. And they made those, they took that as inspiration to make a lot of stages in Mario Wonder. Are the worlds themed? No, you guys are totally right. Except for the map, right? You know, you're in, you're in Cloud Puff land. There's no difference from Magna level, really, except that, you know, the map is different and the music is different. But they took such a variety of ideas from Mario Maker and made it in Mario Wonder. I have not seen unique level design in a Mario game, especially a 2D Mario game, since Mario Maker. And that wasn't done by Nintendo folks. That was done by players. And that's why I think I got hooked so damn hard. I thought it was now, pretty cool. I want to call out the ghost houses and the castles were the original puzzle levels before yes. Mario Maker. That's yep. true. Mm-hmm. But that's just the that's players actually, taking that idea and kind of running with it, Mario Maker, and doing different versions of those kind of puzzle levels. And I guess just doing it in a way that Nintendo maybe didn't intend, right? Like, it's neat. Uh, then I look forward to that because that's absolutely one of the things I love about the ghost house levels is the figuring out the correct order or the doors or, you know, whatever. Like, how do I, what blocks do I hit? What, you know, what coins do I either remove or not, right? I love that in, in yeah. the ghost houses. And what I love about this game too is that they tell you the difficulty of the stage right there on the map, right? When you go to, the, when you mess over, you're a mess over. When you walk into a stage, it tells you this is a level one star level. This is a four star, a five star, a six star, whatever it is. I like that because my kid's playing this game with me as well. And the issue that she had playing Super Mario uh, 3D World, which 3D World's a great game. But, and at first you're playing 3D World and you have to collect stars, much like you're collecting seeds in Wonder. But in 3D world, you have to get damn well every single star. If you don't, you can't finish the game because you're gated at, at for certain checkpoints that have a certain number of stars. It's very frustrating for a young kid to play that and not be able to finish the game. Like my, my daughter finished it after like a year and she's a Mario master after it all. But she got frustrated so many times and had to put the game away. It was just too hard. Mario Wonder has the seed checkpoints, but the seeds are for that specific world. So you need to get, you know, 10 or 14 or 28 seeds in that world. When you get to the next world, it's a different set of seeds. Make it a little bit more accessible. You also don't need to get every seed. Do you want to? Yeah, because most of them are tied to the crazy wonder shit and it's fun to see, but you don't have to find all of them. You only need to roughly about half, half of them to beat the game, which I found was nice. I like that. Hmm. Your uh, description of like, it, it's hard and like you get for it, like what your daughter went through. Uh, that was me with uh, the Mario Brothers on the original Game Boy. That was that was that for me. Right. Is that Mario? Which one is that? Mario Land. Land. Yeah. Mario, Mario Land. Land? Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's a fantastic game, but dear God, there are some spikes in that. That's what the, the last Sphinx is and couple stuff, worlds. Yeah. Yes, that one. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. I remember that yeah. one. That's that well. One. I mean, if you think back on it, Mario Land was really weird compared to Super Mario Brothers, right? It's true for sure. It's true yeah. and. Because what we think of as Super Mario Brothers is almost always set in the Mushroom Kingdom. And then Super Mario Land was like, no, nah, the Sand Kingdom. And it was just bizarre as hell. Yeah. And now this one yeah. is in the Flower Kingdom, which, again, it's just another weird kingdom in the world that is Mario. And so the rules are different there and yeah. the experience is different there. Or, so, or you talk Galaxy or Odyssey and it's just every world. And it's I was really say, weird. <laughs> Galaxy is like the last Mario that I really, really like got into. The first one, not the second one. Um, I think you'd I like Odyssey. 
yeah, Odyssey's look similar. Awesome. Yeah, and and it's not it's not the 3D aspect or anything. I just thought that it was real clever because every every planet felt like a puzzle planet. Like, how do I yeah. get to the star, or how do I get uh-huh. to the next area? And and mm-hmm. I, and it was kind of cool how they laid all that stuff out and and to jump from planet to planet, right? It was so seamless, and it just that's yeah. in something that could be so clunky and so hard to execute. It just felt so seamless and smooth, not like. God, I'm waiting to get to the next area. You were just like, oh, I'm on the next goddamn planet. And and just I think the, you'd the like, way it was designed is really cool. I think you'd like Odyssey. Odyssey yeah. feels like a progression of Galaxy. It really does. Just a bit. There's more yeah. moons instead of, of what Galaxy had for stars. But a lot of the moons are just, you follow a dog. There's a, there's a moon. You you go in there. There's, there's a little mini, mini puzzle thing. There's a, there's a moon. Like There's more moons in Odyssey to find. And you you trip over them. There's so many. But that's okay, and I, I like the variety of, of the of the different moons you have to find in, in Odyssey. So, yeah, good. Yeah, I I will say like as two D Mario's go, none of them have ever been disappointing. Like not not disappointingly bad, I should say. Um, right. None of them I've ever thought were bad. I had, there were actually four new Super Mario games. There was the original. There was two on the three DS. Then there was New Super Mario Brothers Wii and New Super Mario Brothers U. So mm. there was one on basically each of Nintendo's flagship platforms during that phase. And the only one I ever put real time into was the first one on the DS. And I didn't mm. even beat that one. Yeah. I just, like- I didn't care. Like, <laughs> I wanted to. I played yeah. the crap out of the versus mode with my brother. We had a blast just running around, smashing each other. It was a great time. But it we didn't get into the other stuff, unfortunately. It just and then... Feels- oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I was just, this one feels like something I will want to go back and finish. Right? And... I, I know you're complaining that we didn't put as much time into it as you did, but I want to play through this with my kid and my wife. That's yeah. the idea is we want to play it as a family. So that's why I didn't just barrel through the whole game right. this week. And and to be fair, Wolf started this whole thing because he played yeah. at at the WonderCon or, or at the, the video <laughs> Nintendo. Yeah. 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 Nintendo Ninten- Live. I'm playing Ninten- with a coin right now. Nintendo Fest. <laughs> Nintendo Fest Live 2023. <laughs> Right next Which to we have the video here on YouTube. If anybody wants to see that footage, actually, I should yeah. have had that right in the background. Is what I should have done. I know, right? <laughs> All right, but well, I, it's okay. That's that gave uh, a good idea of what this game was. I feel like that demo at Nintendo Live gave a better feel of what this game is than the first hour and a half of Mario Wonder mm. out of the box, because it it's like. At the at that demo, it was like here's the first level, and then here's a level that's kind of like a few stages in. It, it was and curated, then, right? Yeah, yeah. and then yeah. it was like here's another couple levels from the first area, and then here's a cave level where you have the drill hat. I don't know how far I am from the drill hat, but I haven't seen it yet. But I thought that drill hat power up was really cool, really interesting. The fact that you can jump into the ceiling mm. and just float around in the ceiling like that—that that was really cool to me. And use it to get under certain blocks or areas and find yep. secrets. It was a really cool idea. The bubble thing I'm not familiar with. I haven't seen that yet. But I um, just got that one. Yeah, I just I got did. that it one. It was the last one. And I it, too. It's interesting. I don't know that it's great. It's interesting. It's it's like the fire flower, but the only difference from the fire flower is that you can bounce off the bubbles. So you can use it as a second jump to get to areas. 
And you can get things through walls with it. Mm-hmm. Right. Yes, that's true. You can kill enemies through walls and, or grab coins. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Um, so, Wolf, I know you did some of the multiplayer at Nintendo Live. Um, Jake, have you done any of the multiplayer? Yeah. So I want to say that that's a good segue, Wolf, then to multiplayer, because that was the that was the big thing with Mario Brothers, new Mario Brothers on the, the Wii was the four player co-op. In that one, it was interesting. It was frantic because players had collision and you could pick each other up. And as I learned quickly with my children trying to play this game, get thrown into pits constantly. <laughs> it was fun, but you got nowhere fast. Like it's a very difficult game to play in yeah. co-op. Um, so so in it was a, a bit different. World. It was a little big world when you when your brother yeah, when you and planet. your brother yeah, yeah. A little big planet when you and your brother uh, are constantly at odds with each other and you're like no yeah. just just pull the just pull the th- no just damn it. <laughs> it it's frustrating yeah but so Mary Wonder takes it a little bit differently and I'm not sure if I like it more or not I mean it was it's not as frantically crazy as the original the other game were was. But now you don't have collision with the other players. You can play local co-op, and it is absolutely fun to play local co-op. By having the Yoshis and Nabbit as um, not not taking damage, it makes it more of a fun experience for younger kids who are playing with older kids or their parents. So there's less dying happening. Um, They also took a cue from the other Mario Brother games, modern 2D games, where if you die, you don't come back as a bubble, but you're as a ghost. And the other players, you don't even have to let, let the players snap your bubble. You just touch the player and you come back to life. A little bit easier to get through when you have younger kids playing, which I appreciate because I can actually beat the game now. It's possible. Still very (laughs) difficult for young kids, but at least it's possible to beat. But there's also the online multiplayer, which is a bit different. It's a bit weird. It's not like Mario Maker where you're joining a group of players and you're playing a stage together live. You're playing stages while online and the ghosts of other players will show up in your world. And they're live. You see them. At least as far as I know, they're still live. And it's neat because... Those puzzle levels that I talked about earlier, I got stuck on one and I'm like, and I was just happily messing with online. I had online turned on. I went into a puzzle level and you see the ghosts of three other players and you can't see the blocks that they're, they're finding, but you see them jumping. So, you know, they got something in that location. So I'll naturally go to that location they're hanging out in and I'm finding things or they're helping you by dropping standees like signs to point to say, Hey, there's something hidden here. And where it really came to a head for me with the online. Okay. There's one of the Star World, uh, Special World stages. I think it's called um, Something to the Beat. And there's this music. And on the beat, a platform appears. And then it slowly disappears. And it's a series of platforms coming to the music. And the music gets starts slow. And then gets faster and faster and faster. And you're going platform to platform to platform. Five blocks, five blocks, two blocks, two blocks. Eventually, you're wall jumping off one block pieces to get to the top. It's It's one of the most difficult levels in the game also one of the most fun levels in the game but playing that and with online turned on and seeing other players dying (laughs) next to you as you're all struggling together to try get to the end of it you can't help each other really although when i got to the top i dropped a a standee so they could spawn there if they wanted to although i don't think they did but just the struggle together online was interesting and i I thought the the ghost way of doing things was a fun way of doing it online so uh this is misery loves company the game I was yeah. going to say it's Gloria Stefan saying the rhythm is going to get you. <laughs> there is, there is, there's quite a few rhythm levels in the game. Yeah. Um, oh, the other thing you can do uh, with online multiplayer, if you're playing with friends, is you can start a race. You can drop a, a flag at the beginning of the stage and it, it triggers a race, a countdown, start line the whole bit, and you can race with friends through a stage. 
neat stuff like that. So online is not what I expected. It's not like online co-op. It's not the same experience as playing on the couch with your friends or your kids. But they did it in a pretty seamless way that was actually still fun. Like, do you, do you need online for Mario Wonder? Nah, but I mean, that it's there and it works. And it, it's subtly that it works well, I think is, is neat. And they don't hit you over the head with it. Like, you know, in, in Nintendo games lately, anytime you enable an online, they have to give you that goddamn speech warning you about being online, online activity and all that kind of crap. Like Animal Crossing does it every single time you want to go to another island and it's multiplayer related, mm-hmm. you get the speech. They don't really have that here. You just kind of turn it on and you go. Like it's it's a lot more seamless with the online experience than they have done like, in a long so, time with the Mario game. So yeah. it talks it talks to you less than the caterpillar prince does. Or the so, flowers. The only time he annoyed me, and I'll be honest, the only time he ever got on my nerves is doing the special world stages. There's one where you're a ball and you're rolling through a stage and it's freaking hard. I spent 50 Spoilers. lives in the damn thing. Spoilers, whatever. You're rolling through a level. It's Mario. What do you want? Deep plot. And you're rolling through the stage. I died like at least 50 times. And when you run out of lives in this game, much like modern 2D Mario games, you don't, you get a game over screen. You don't lose any progress. There's a save. You're saving. Um, you lose some purple coins and you get five lives. But the caterpillar gives you a speech telling you, you know, we believe in you. You're doing so great. Yada, yada. I got sick of that speech. <laughs> I wanted to strangle him after the fifth time I lost five lives on that damn world. Other than that, he's fine. He doesn't really talk too much. I, I'll tell you what I even like over something like Zelda. As much as I like Tears of the Kingdom, what really bugged me about that game is whenever you beat a dungeon, you had a cutscene and some dialogue, but it was almost entirely the same for each of the dungeons. I don't know if it's because you could do them in any order or what, but it felt like the same dialogue just repeated four times. At least in this, when you finish a world and you get that you know faraway view of the castle being restored, much like Mario World, where you see the castle crumble, you get a little speech bubble of text about continuing the story. And that's what it reminded me of Mario World. You have you have a few lines of text of story and you kind of move on. It's very brief. And I thought I thought it was fine. I didn't find it annoying at all. The 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 little segmented worm dude. Yeah, he's not that bad. Honestly. Prince the only time he talks Florian. is Florian. And he's a prince, sir. Just show him the the due respect the majesty deserves. Yeah, Florian the look, in the look, water. Listen, I saw I saw Prince in concert live once. He did not look like that. <laughs> And the caterpillar probably known as Prince. Yeah. And he is the only prince that I will give any respect to. Pedal rain. Pedal rain. <laughs> I do love how Nintendo is leading into this idea that in these Mario kingdoms, there's no king or queen. They're just princes and princesses. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, Mario Royal 3 had kings, alive. didn't they? It's a sham. Mario 3 did have kings, but yeah. they've not been back. I don't and, think. You're right. And, and, and Smurfurge. Smurpurge had a king. Smurpage? Uh, oh, oh. four bar yeah. wonder. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. it did. Cloud four bar yeah. wonder. Super Mario and in fact, the four bars. <laughs> yeah, the four bars of audio. Yeah. Uh, it, and, and it had a prince, an unknown prince that sucked as a character. Well, mm. you'll be mm. glad to know he's not making a cameo Mario Wonder. Good. There's lots of cameos in Super Mario Wonder, right? But uh, not nothing to do with Mario RPG, which is probably probably for the best. Um, all right, I I like this game. I, I I said I like this game a lot, and the reason I say it's a top five Mario game, possibly for me personally, maybe a top three. I'm debating, is that we haven't had a 2D Mario this good in a decade. We really haven't. Like the closest we got the, the this feeling I have 
was 3D World, and that was not a 2D Mario game. It had aspects of 2D, but it was a, as a very much a hybrid of, of 2D and 3D. And Wonder. the levels, as fun as they are, are not nearly as clever or interesting as Wonder. At all. <laughs> when did the I... one? When did the one that you can grow big and destroy the the the? That was that was a 3DS that? one. That was new super, Yeah, that was no. That was the DS one. Oh, super DS. Mario you're right. Yeah. Yeah. And how that long was ago the one was that? Introduced the Mega Mushroom and the yeah. uh, Mini Mushroom, and because I liked that years. one a lot. Was that 15 years ago? I was like. Man, at it least was a 10. while ago, that's for sure. Yeah, it was. You hold on, give me a sec right here. I can check my memory palace. It was 2006. <laughs> oh, Mario okay. Palace. Yeah, all right, all right. I'll give you, I'll give you 10 years. I'll give you 10 yeah. years. So, since then, they realized that I mean, there's been other Mario games like 2D Mario games, but I find them been very bland and they haven't really added. Like I said, I didn't finish the one with Scroll Mario. I, I, I like platforming, games. I love platforming games, and I couldn't sit through a Mario game, which should say something. So I don't know. I think, but I think Mario Wonder has enough callbacks to the earlier games on the SNES and the NES. Like for me, this is the spiritual successor to to, to World. You could call this Super Mario Five, and I think I would have been okay with that, knowing that World was Course Four and this would be Five. This could, this is like a Metro Dread situation to me. Dread was a fantastic two D Metroid game, and it is a direct sequel to Super Metroid or Metroid Fusion or Super Metroid on SNES. This feels I, the same I, to me. Right. I noticed you threw crying Mario, the side scroller on the ground. <laughs> Which one? Oh, yeah, that's Super not... Mario World 2, my friend. No, it's only Super Mario World in, in North America. Japan, they don't call it that. They just call it Yoshi's Story, don't they? I think they call it Crybaby Island. <laughs> yeah, but like that's not a Mario game. That's that's a Yoshi game. That's that's okay. it's like it's like considering the Wario game is part of the, the, the Mario World canon. It's not. They're, they're side stories. I'm talking two D Mario games of Star Mario. Yeah, the Hansa Dream. No, the Crying Baby Mario. But to be fair, the Crying Crying Mario mechanic popping the bubble. They use that in multiplayer in the later games. They've definitely refined it so it's not annoying anymore. Are you crying while but, you're a ghost? Or no, you're not crying oh, as a ghost. You just you're just floating. You're right. So you're I, wailing, I wish you're wailing as a ghost. Oh, it is so. the game is great. I'm just saying the game is great. I want you guys to play more of it, and it's great to play as a stage here, stage there, five yeah. minutes here, ten minutes there. It's great for that. It's meant for that. The stages are short. They're fun. They're all fairly unique when you're playing through them, and they're great that way. So I just powered through it because I got hooked on the harder ones. That's all. Uh, I plan on continuing. I really do. I yeah. like I said. I actually like this game. I, but is it my favorite Mario? No, I don't think it's, I mean, if you include the 3D Marios, it's down the list of ways. If it's a 2D Mario list, I don't know. It could be, it could be top five for me as well. It can only be top five because there's like four Marios. (laughs) No, there's more than that. (laughs) There's Mario Land. There's also Mario Land 2 on Game Boy, which is actually pretty good considering, right? See, I've not played those ones too much. I played some land. I never beat it. I never touched two. I've meant to, just yeah, haven't. I, played two, I yeah. didn't get a Game Boy until 97, so I was kind of late to the, the party on that one. Maybe 98. Um, but, yeah, I I hadn't, I didn't like Super Mario 3D World. Like, I played it really? all the way through, hoping it would okay. get really good. It was okay, but thinking back on it, like, I can't remember anything about it. When There's a couple of stages the I remember. 
the levels that I remember are the levels that pissed me off in that game. That's it. <laughs> I Whereas remember the bosses. World, yeah. I remember all sorts of stages yeah. because they were all, yeah. there were a lot of fun level designs and ideas in that. For and sure. I haven't seen so much uh, interesting level design in a 2D or 2D-ish Mario game since then, right? They, they've kind of dropped the ball a little bit with all of them. They're never bad, but they're just never right. as good as World to me. And then... Uh, this one seems like it might actually kind of live up to that, but I do feel like it's taking a while to get there. Right. And I can respect that, but I, I really want you to look at play Mario world again or Mario three, mm-hmm. but Mario world, especially with the special stages and how all those special stages had a very unique theme to them when you're going through sure. them. They're all sure. difficult to a unique theme. Yeah. And compare it to what they're doing in Mario Wonder, and you can definitely see the correlation in the two. It really feels like they made they wanted to make Wonder a sequel to that game, that style of gameplay. It's almost like they're forgetting the the whole new Super Mario Brothers timeline. See, if okay it's a thing, me too. Yeah, same like, thing. I I do like that they're actually taking a chance with the two D games now sure, and sure, doing yeah. something unique because that's the three yeah. D Mario games are always let's just throw something at the wall and you know make the players deal with it right yep. Yep. yeah right <laughs> Mario sixty four was I mean that's basically just a three D Super Mario game because that's all they had the tech for at the time and that's not to say it's bad it's definitely dated but it was good at the time it's aged fairly well for the most part but then you get to gamecube and they're like super mario sunshine flood why why is this game all about your water ectoplasm or you know your your water proton pack instead of running and jumping the best parts of sunshine were the bonus stages where you didn't have flood you know you know the part in in the in the batman movie the 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 uh, Michael Keaton one where where there's a newscast going on and Joker like takes and moves his hand across and like moves. That's how I feel about Sunshine. Like we we shouldn't talk about Sunshine. <laughs> but even Odyssey, like I sunshine? and I like I liked Odyssey quite a bit. But the whole hat mechanic of taking over mobs. There's only so many mobs in the game that you control, and at some point they kind of, it kind of felt repetitive. And I still I love Odyssey. Don't get me wrong, but at least with this and the wonder mechanic, there's enough original stuff coming in through that mechanic and it's bite-sized enough that it's, it's fast hits and I liked it and it's, it's a great pick up and play game. So I do hope, I mean, we're running yeah. along the episode, but I, just, oh, I hope you guys do give it a, a full chance and you, you'll we'll probably come around to why I think it's one of the best Mario games in the franchise. You may not agree right now. And I understand that because I was, I was you when I was only an hour, two hours in, but after beating the game now and like, I was like, it was hour three, three ish when I started getting the special stages and the hidden stuff and the callbacks to earlier games, that it's like, I see what you're doing here. And this game really is pretty good. after seven hours. I'm yeah, about well, to it's not, challenge... It's not Sea of Stars. I'm about to, uh, yeah, okay. I'm about to challenge Jake. Look, challenge I put another hour Jake. into the game. I'm five hours into Sea of Stars, and I'm sorry, it has not clicked for me yet. It's boring. Jake, Jake there's a <laughs> level boring. in Sea of Stars where, where the boo not only gets big and sings opera at you, yeah. but... But he also rides a tricycle in in Sea of Stars. You, you just have to get there. Sea of Stars. There, there's is a, a new charm, offering. right? There's a charm to 
I liked Elden Ring, asshole. <laughs> so I like we like the same games, just not see a start. There's a charm and a soul a to Mario Wonder. There's this, there's a charm to Mario Wonder that has not been in a Mario game in a while. Like I, I we'd only touched them briefly, but there's a they they spent a lot of time. There's an interview with Tezuka, one of the designers between this game, about the extra attention and detail they put into the animation system of this game. The previous newer modern 2D Mario games. They were kind of limited on the amount of frames and the animations they were using. This game, they went full hog on the animations. I know, I think offline, Sinister, you'd said it felt a little bit, maybe a little bit sluggish, not as responsive as original Mario, and I and I get that. That's also, I think, a Switch thing, too. But there's definitely more charm to animations. Like, one of the enemies is Skadadler. It's like a golfer. And the look of terror on his face as he flees from Mario and he spits oh, turnips love, at you. I love it. It's so good. <laughs> it's funny. And he's spitting turnips at yeah, spitting so them. That's funny. Yeah. Bizarre. Uh-huh. But it's oh, well, funny. Have you, have you gotten to the I'm, to the platform birds yet that shoot yes, yes. platform yeah. bullets yeah. out of their nose? But that just doesn't <laughs> none of that seems weird to me. It seems like Mario. And the and the hoppers day the hippos, in yeah. Mario World where you walk outside and you're like, oh, these hippos are gonna fill holes and I'm gonna use them to literally spring across the map. That's see, I'm gonna go get milk yeah. while I'm at it. It just it's such a casual day in Mario's world that nobody thinks about it. It's yeah, Mario, like if you go back, Mario 2 had little birds riding around on flying carpets. <laughs> it had masks that just chase you uh, down yeah, with yeah. keys. Yeah. It, but Mario 2 it it's just a day. It's but just Mario a day. Two, shot bullets out of its mouth. It wasn't a Mario game. So here's it, the thing though. Here's it, the thing. It was though. It was yeah, eventually a Mario game. Mario 2 had Mario 2 had the sub levels where the screen is all black shadowy. That's mm -hmm. in Mario Wonder. There's multiple places where you go into a shadow world of the stage, but they change up a little bit in that you can actually become five like ten feet tall and go up and down and shrink up and down. But it's the same subcon sub-level design as Mario 2, and I fucking love it. It's like another callback to the to the NES and the SNES games. It's it's great. This is definitely First a Mario off. game. Let me let me step on Sinistar's statement there that Mario <laughs> 2 is not a Mario game. Doki it Doki. It was originally Doki Doki. Yes. Yeah. No, no, no. Before it was Doki Doki Panic, it was Doki Doki Mario an experimental Club. engine to make a more vertical Mario game. Yeah. And then it became Doki Doki Panic. So it was but Mario before Doki Doki. I get that. But then they took Doki Doki Panic and went, oh, U.S. is going to hate Mario too. Quick, reskin and maybe change a little bit of the abilities and go. And it was good. <laughs> I love Mario 2. It was one of my favorite Mario games. Yeah. It's one of the few that I've beaten. Panic, the U.S. skin. <laughs> it's still a good game. Two is, yeah, it's Super Mario Brothers 2 slash Super Mario Brothers USA, whatever you want to call it, is one of my top five Mario games. All right. Yeah. <laughs> and like the characters in that four. game. Shy Guys, Birdo, the Ninjas. I mean, a lot of those are, are in other Mario games throughout throughout the last 20 years, right? Like yeah. it's Mario Party, right, Mario Kart. I'm saying, I'm saying those came out of like oh, yeah, for sure. Those were created from Doki Doki Panic and pulled into Mario. Like Yeah, but they're 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 Mario now. They've been they've been incorporating the canon. It's not like the I mean, if Star Wars can retcon their Jedi force powers, I'm sure that we can do it for Mario this one game. Like it's fine. Yeah. If they are in the TV show. They're canon. Yeah, there you yeah. go. <laughs> but 
I I I do need to say like there's there's been weird stuff in every single one. Mario three had you a tanuki suit where you could turn into a stone statue and avoid Which, damage. Right? Explain that one. It, <laughs> an airship in every world that it weren't connected. By the way, giant land. Right, mm-hmm. where everything was just four times bigger, which was cool. <laughs> which is cool as hell. It was really yeah. neat. But every single oh. Mario game has been weird. I feel like it kind of stopped being so weird with the new Super Mario Brothers game. Yes, it got very samey, and that was the problem. They okay. were like, "Well, this has worked, so let's keep doing it." But <laughs> people funny. like the new, interesting kind of throw you off a little bit like what's new right like Mm. mario world right off the bat it was like you want new and weird giant bullet bill flying at you from the side of the screen instead of just the little ones oh crap run duck you know and the uh and the and the football players (laughs) yeah 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 the football players it it had (laughs) and the dinosaurs that you squished twice yeah rex it had had the mecha koopas at the end right yeah right yeah Yeah. so it it had it had blargs the lava monster that comes out of the all right you're right i i i actually love blargs blargs are i love the lava (laughs) levels in in world i love them so much riding the little like skulls and having to dodge the blargs i love it it's it's great as much as I dislike Sunshine, at least it did that like all the other Mario, th- like the 3D Mario games tend to do. It threw weird new stuff at you. And that's what the new Super Mario games kind of didn't do. Mm. And maybe that's a, a hazard of trying to make it a more accessible four player game. I don't know. But I do feel like Wonder has kind of brought that sense back to yeah. Mario and is making it a lot more interesting and it's it's weird to me that they're at at nintendo live the big statement about it was like oh this is the first new mario new 2d mario game in over 10 years i'm like "Mm, not over sure about that it's (laughs) new kind of because it actually feels new right yeah unless you're lumping in all the new super mario games into the first one in which case okay yeah but (laughs) There's been 2D Mario games. You, you can't say that. But <laughs> New Super Mario World, or not New Super Mario, um, Wonder. Super Mario Wonder definitely feels like it has that sense of wonder that I had going into Galaxy, that I had going into Odyssey. And honestly, I feel like I'm going to like this a lot better than Odyssey. Odyssey got kind of boring to me by the end. Like I still did yeah. everything in it because it was a Mario game. I was, you know, already neck deep. Why not the last eight inches, right? So- yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, Mario Odyssey it is what like I do like it. Your head. <laughs> right. Mario Odyssey. Random number. I don't know. Assumption. <laughs> I love Mario Odyssey, but I, I think you're right. By the end, it kind of wore its welcome and is almost too long and i was worried about the length of mario wonder because I, I i mean these games are expensive now they are but 12 hours for for mario wonder i think it was more than fine i didn't 100 it there's still the special world stages i don't know if it adds anything at the end of the game there's still the idea if i want to play through the game with the badges to challenge myself there's there's a bunch of badges we didn't even talk about that i don't want to spoil so i think there's enough there to justify 15 to 20 hours for me that's more than good enough length for a mario game because yeah, I don't want a forty-hour Odyssey again. Because it kind of gets it kind of gets too much at the end. So, all right. I I do look forward to beating this 
I, I look forward to playing this with the family. And then I'm sure once we've beaten it with them, I will go back and do all the nitty gritty of everything. Cause yeah, that's how I play 2d Mario games when I enjoy them. And then uh, I do want to share one little story. Cause I was talking to my brother the other day on his day off and he has been cracking out on this for the last week. And I don't often hear him rant and rave about video games anymore. Like, he'll be like, I bought a game. What do you think of it? I haven't played it yet. All the time. <laughs> okay. All the that's time. my, that's my steam and, library. Yeah, exactly. He <laughs> bought this one and he's been playing the crap out of it. And he does the online thing. Cause he just plays by himself. So he plays and sees the ghosts of other people. And he was doing a puzzle. He told me the story about it. He was doing a puzzle stage and he and another guy were another player were trying to show a third player how to solve the puzzle. They were trying to drop their little standees and point them in the right direction. And the guy just didn't seem to be getting it. They were both like doing the crouch thing. Like, Oh, come on, man. Like, <laughs> they were both so sad for the third player that they couldn't seemingly help. <laughs> it's awesome. awesome. It's, it's, I mean, it's great. Yeah. That's, that's an interesting community experience that, you've never gotten in a Mario game before. And yeah, it requires yeah. having Nintendo online, but eh. yeah. Yeah. All right. <laughs> it's a great one. I, I hope you guys will. I mean, is it my game of the oh. year? I don't know, but it's up there. Like I'm going to have a tough choice deciding game of the year. I think any other year, it, it very well could have been a game of the year for me, but this year has been so stacked. The real game of the year, the real chance it deserves. I'll finish <laughs> Mario wonder when Jake finishes. See it starts. <laughs> Yeah, we'll see. And I did put more time into like it. A drum roll, and I'll take it. All right. <laughs> <laughs> any more? Any more comments on Mary Wonder before we move on to uh, no, the business I, we got to attend to? I just want to say I I do plan on continuing it because I honestly like it. Do I love it? Not yet, but I honestly do like yeah. it. Jake has got okay. me interested enough in some of the stuff that's further in that I will I, I will continue to play it. Besides how boring I am with it right now. I want ghost houses. I want ghost houses. I got to get there. to at least a ghost house. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I will say getting to see the hub world and giving the player a, a sort of idea of what kind of worlds are ahead. I'm intrigued. Hmm. Yep. All right. So Mary wonder, uh, hopefully have some converts in a couple months from now, but uh, yeah, I think it's a fantastic game for those who have not played it yet. This is, this is a no brainer if you have a switch and like, I know it's very, you, everybody wants to be careful with their money these days, but I think Mario wonder is worth the buy. I think it's worth worth the money. It's not something I would have said about, you know, Mario party recently or, or the new Mario RPG, which I'm very much on the fence and worried about, but Mario wonder was a no brainer to pick up for me. So hopefully people give that one a shot shot. But before we go, we have some business to attend to. We have our press bees top 100. These are the top 100 games we think you need to play. And according to us, and we're well on an almost there to the, I think we're above 70 entries on our list. And eventually what we're going to do is when we get to a hundred or so, we're going to have a couple episodes to kind of whittle down that list to like the top, the best games to play in retro. So we each have picked a game to nominate to that top 100 list this week. Uh, who wants to start? Uh, how about Chard, you go? Cause our games are similar <laughs> as we Fair. discussed it before we went live. So Fair you go, what's your system. pick? So, yes. Um, so I was going through our, our top 100 list and had noticed that the system that I grew up with um, had not been getting uh, a ton of love. There's been a few games that we've selected on it. A lot of the uh, the more basic stuff. There we go. Do a little Sinistar bingo card there. It's right there <laughs> hanging out. Um, 
I'm going to go with uh, my my favorite RPG on the Sega Genesis and uh, pick Fantasy Star 4. Uh, Fantasy Star 4 had a lot of really cool uh, aspects to it. It's got a it's got a pretty dope story. It brings uh, you know it brings your characters into a futuristic type world. And out of all the Fantasy Stars, it's the most not jank one that's out there. Um, yeah, the combination attacks that you can do it is kind of like you know predestined to get into like the Chrono Trigger tech combinations and 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 kind of I don't want to say it paved the way or anything because there were other games that were doing it, but it's just another example of like combining one person's magic ability and their tech ability and, and making something cool out of it. And and there was a lot of discoverability in that, like finding out what you can do and what you can create out of it. Um, the sprites are really neat. Um, I know a lot, a lot of people like the fighting scene where it's the back of the characters, but I thought a lot of the boss sprites were really neat. Um, Amazing. The final boss character yeah. was really cool. And you get to fly from planet to planet and drive some really cool spaceships around. And it's Fantasy Star. It's, it's Fantasy Star for those who know Fantasy Star. It's it's easily the best fantasy star out of the uh, the RPG series uh, before anything went online. Um, so I go Fantasy Star Four for the Sega Genesis. I want to add to that. I mean, it was the first Fantasy Star I played. I got that one as a teenager, and it's the best one. And you don't need to play one through three. I mean, you should. I mean, two is is actually quite a good game, but four stands on its own just fine. The story is way ahead in the future. There's callbacks to the first and second game, but you don't need to play them if you don't want to. Yep. Um, I love Fanstar 4 because when people say SNES had all the best JRPGs, I mean, they're not wrong, but this Genesis did have a lot of great stuff, and this it's is one of the best JRPGs I played. There are <laughs> yeah. there are some gems. There's one more that I'll talk about after. <laughs> but there's, there's definitely RPGs on the Genesis, and that game is good. Plus, the music is just oh, fucking yeah. amazing. The music that ending track slaps. Super banger! It's they've got yeah. some good tunes, and I make fun of the Genesis sound chip all the time because it just needs more farty bass or next town <laughs> with the dog barking. But um, it's it, all in all, honestly, Fantasy Star Force soundtrack is pretty killer for being on the on the Sega Genesis yeah. altogether. Yeah, that's a good pick, uh, Wolf. How about you? What's your top one hundred, Dominie? Um. All right, I'm gonna go with. <sighs> think this is not on the list right <laughs> yeah let's go with fable Ooh, i love fable that's Does xbox that did yeah. that come out <clears throat> did that come out before 2005 i think i believe it did it did it's gonna be close let me double right. check it's gonna be we have an xbox game yeah, yet september 2004 yeah. <laughs> oh, <fable is laughs> right under the gun oh, okay i love right. fable so love fable because in. This was like one of those few games, like one of those early games where they really tried to make choices and morality mm -hmm. matter. Mm -hmm. And we can argue all day about how effective it was, but at the end of the day, like it did have an effect on the way the story unfolded to a degree, and it had an effect on the things you could and couldn't do. So, you know, if your character was evil, maybe you didn't feel like the most evil character other than how your avatar looked. But there were certain things you couldn't do because you were evil. There were certain people who didn't like you because you were evil, so forth. So it it had an effect in that way. And the game story, like it constantly trickled in and just made you want to experience more. And it it gave you a pretty lively world, particularly for the time in Xbox, you know. Mm -hmm. So I, I I do think Fable is probably one of the last great games from Peter Molino, personally. 
Yeah. Yeah, he's one of those guys who's like visionary, but then also just goes wrong in a lot of games, especially recently. But he also did Black and White, I think, which was a very unique and creative game. He did, Black- right, he did so. Spore too, didn't he? I, th- I think no, no that, that was, was Will Wright. Wright. That was Will yeah. Wright, yeah. No, I yeah. love Black. Spore's and another one. Black yeah. and White's crazy. Love throwing people around like God. Anyways, <laughs> no, uh, uh, Fable. I I spent. I was so excited when this game was announced because I love games that test your morality. I love mm-hmm. the aspect of being able to go completely dark side or be the nicest person in the world. And what I really, really appreciated, and I'm such a fucking homer for this stuff, is the physical appearance that changes you. It's the same thing in KOTOR when you play. Knights of the Old Republic, and you're going dark side, it shows up on your character's face. I love yeah. that shit. You grew little fucking horns in Fable <laughs> if you were getting super evil, or mm-hmm. or if you were like super nice, you had a halo that would show up every now and then from certain angles. I and it's cool. <laughs> and I and I remember the doors were like the secret doors that you talked to, and you had to do certain aspects in the game, and one of them was like you have to be like all the way bad and i was working on a good character and i'm a completionist so i wanted to finish it and i was like totally torn i'm like i don't want to go kill this whole village just so i can get inside this goddamn (laughs) door you know but you don't want to be you don't want to be mario and no i don't want to break all the blocks no i but the the (laughs) fact that it ghost house man i was the (laughs) fact that it actually tested my own personal morality in this game was was really cool and a real really like neat aspect mm. of the game I, I think fable is awesome and and agree it should belong on this list all right God, i'm so happy you picked that i'm so happy you picked that one that's awesome. funny <laughs> funny enough i almost picked a game that was all about virtues slash morality but i picked something else today um so it's kind of funny that almost that almost could have been a segue um so my game because we don't have a representation for it at this point, is one of the SSI gold box games. So uh, the the top-down isometric, like true isometric, the walls are all angled, the, and the you know it's sprites on a board. The original Dungeon Crawler RPGs, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I am going with Champions of Kryn, which was uh, the first in the second gold box series. Uh, it was based on the Dragonlance um, right. D&D Dragonlance. series. And yeah. what was really cool is, unlike a lot of just kind of the boilerplate RPGs, this actually brought in the aspects from Dragonlance, where um, you could create, uh, for those that have, have read the Dragonlance, you could create a Kender character, and there were, or a Salamnic Knight, or uh, whatever. And there are quests that are, only able to be done by those types of characters. This was, I mean, this was pretty new. Um, it also brought in some crazy aspects from the, from Dragonlance as well. Like the, the, uh, Draconians, which not like, you know, human Draconians, these were dragon humans. When they died, certain types of them would explode in the books and the stories and they would explode in the game as well. That's awesome. So, um, it, uh, it, it, it is the first in a series of three. So there was champions of Kryn, then there was dark queen of Kryn or sorry, death Knights of Kryn, and then dark queen of Kryn. So all three of them make up a set. I looked it up, um, whether or not you like IGN, 
Champions of Kryn was number 10 on their list of top 11 Dungeons and Dragons games huh. of all time in oh. 2014. Interesting. So, um, I, I just, we hadn't had a representative from the SSI, you know, top down isometric gold box. And I really feel like there are some absolute bangers. I yeah. mean, really, honestly, if you pick up any of them, if you, if you want the, the old style RPGs, there's a whole D and D series. If you want, if you want future, there are gold box, uh, Buck Rogers games. I mean, they're, you know, so yeah. was there one tonight's one of the gold box games. Uh, I think the it original was one? after, I think it was, cause I think it was, wasn't that Bioware, not before, SSI? But be, before Bioware, there was there was an old school Neverwinter Nights game before the Bioware game came out. So I can't remember if that, that was up. I never played it. I never That's played okay. it. I, I have not played the, the, the games that you've, you've played. Uh, I've not played the, the old PC RPGs. I wanted to. Um, they're definitely on my list I want to check out. And my thing with D&D, because I grew up on second ed D&D, and I always felt the default, I think it's Greyhawk, is the, is the, mm-hmm. the, the, the main for that one. It's kind of boring. But it wasn't until I read the Dragonlance books. I've read all of them, but I read a fair number of them. And the world they build, and it's it's got its roots in D anD D, but the the pantheon, the magic, the themes, the yeah. characters, the various orders. There's so much lore there. It's really it's really well done. And the fact that they captured all that, like the exploding enemy, the exploding draconians, is yeah. cool. The fact that they got the Kinder in there as well. They're not just hobbits or halflings. They are quite different. They feel differently. Right. If they captured that right. kind of feel. That's really awesome to see in a game from that period. So I'm, I'm glad that game exists. I would like to check that one out. I love the yep. Dragonlance world. That's really cool. Absolutely. All right. Well, we ran pretty way, long in this. Mm, go ahead. It is worth Did, mentioning that the gold box games are available on Steam, apparently. Yeah, really? and, and GOG, mm-hmm. if you want them DRM free, DRM free uh, yeah. GOG.com. Uh, Jake, did you give yours? No, did I miss didn't. it. No, no, I didn't. You're right. Thank you. You're right. I could have had this for next week. You're right. Yeah, I know. Into his. Well, there are probably two RPGs on the Genesis that are really quite good. They're really great. And one of my favorite games in the system. One is definitely Fantasy Star 4. The other one is Shining Force 2. Shining Force 1 is good. Don't get me wrong. But Shining Force 2 took that. The, the seed of the idea of the tactical battles and the storytelling from one and two just went nuts with it with a whole overworld and a really climactic story of a, of a town being destroyed and the, and the people refugees fleeing from that town and trying to find life another another continent only to be tra- chased by an evil faction really fantastic story really fantastic music right from the, the opening to the battle theme sorry don't forget to take your promethea Yes, there's that too. Uh, like all, all of all of the story and the items and stuff is just really tied together really well. There's like, what I charge you a normal more than me. How many characters are in Shining Force Two? Like forty, at least. There's a lot. I I don't know the exact count, but there is yeah, damn near like up to twenty. Yeah. Characters. And while like some of them are in archetypes or character classes, like you still have centaurs, birdmen, and a bunch of unique characters like a phoenix, Tanks. robot, wolf guy, phoenix, tank yeah. guy for some reason. Like it's it's yeah. much like Fantasy Star in that just Peter. just a wild setting. Peter's the phoenix, I think, right? He is. It just it's just a wild he's amount also, of characters to play around he's with. He's also the one that carried my most of my game. <laughs> he's a very powerful character. But Shining Force 2 is great in that. <sighs> Like I know people who didn't have a Genesis that kept saying, well, Fire Emblem is, is a great tactics game. I could never get into Fire Emblem because I didn't feel like you had enough control over each individual character in a battle. And Shining Force 2, you pick the spells that they're using, and that was all the difference for me in Shining Force compared to Fire Emblem. I've played the newer Fire Emblems games, and they're not bad, but I still go back to Shining Force 2 as this is what a tactics game should be. 
And that's why I think I like Final Fantasy Tactics so much because they had the ability to pick all the abilities using combat. Shining Force 2 is also just very slick. The the UI has a satisfying click. There's like a crossway of, of you know, attacks, spells, items, whatever. And just as you flipping through all 30 of your characters, <clears throat> excuse me, as you flip through all your characters and that, that click, 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 as you go through battle, it just, everything about that game is nostalgic for me and it plays so well. I played it recently after I watched Char doing the Chivos for it. I had to go spin up myself. I did not get very far in it, but what I played was very memorable and I, I do love that game quite a bit. So Shining Force 2 is definitely one for me and everybody should play that one. So every single game on our top 100 today was an RPG. Yep. Oh, RPG. there you go. Yeah. <laughs> Did you that was not solid, planned. Solid outing. That's right. Yeah, that's good. Speaking of RPGs, go play CSRG. All right. <laughs> that was Cyberpunk. Go play just, Cyberpunk. That's an RPG. You just, right? have to, you just have to get to the ghost house and see if stars. Yeah, I'll get really into it. Give me that airship. Really open. Maybe I'm not high enough to play Sea of Stars, Chard. Maybe I need a few more edibles. Dude, Sea of Stars All makes right. more goddamn sense than Mario Wonder. Okay, I'm sorry, but that's you can't argue that. I'll never say Mario Wonder makes sense. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a weird-ass game, but it's a good game. Anyway, uh, check out our podcast uh, website, uh, pressbeatocancel.com. You can also find us on YouTube, at pressbeatocancel on YouTube, or any of your favorite audio podcast platforms, from iTunes to Amazon to Google Podcasts. Uh, if you are listening on YouTube or watching us on YouTube, we do video and you see our faces. Please do consider dropping a like and subscribe. It helps our channel out. We are trying to grow our subscriber base. And uh, yeah, we have a, a, a large number of episodes available, both audio and video. Please check us out. Tell your friends. We do appreciate it. Uh, otherwise, Chard, you still stream. <laughs> Chardmonk on twitch.tv. Check him out. He streams more than the rest of us do. Uh, we do occasionally put other content up on the YouTube channel from back uh back backyard been a rough month <laughs> back, been it has been, been a backlog blitz content together yeah, yeah wolf you, you occasionally stream on wednesdays we, yeah and wolf you occasionally stream on wednesdays uh the weird the random games which has been fun and sinister you've been doing the telltale games so i need to get I, back to it life yeah. has yeah. kicked me in the butt i need yeah. to get back me to too it. yeah okay. i keep saying this since i moved i would do more and i'm going to i'm going to same yes same <laughs> but for now we got the podcast every friday so Anyway, we are pressed me to cancel. Thanks very much. Let's go. My dad's a castle. <laughs> <laughs>ocean that says i wonder what seawater tastes like yeah mm -hmm. i saw that one like mm -hmm. isn't that what you're feeding on technically well he's sucking <laughs> it in through his butt not his mouth well still that's, that's generally how feeding. flowers eat i'm real glad we're getting this it all recorded butt feeding flower <laughs> was my high school nickname <laughs> jesus christ <sighs> <laughs> my uh catchphrase was my catchphrase was feed me seymour i also <laughs> eat out of my ass <laughs> all right we ready
<laughs> Get sure. out of your system now. No. <laughs> Sorry, YouTube. Okay. Um, fuck. What's a good line? It's wonderful today on. Not all who wonder are lost. <laughs> ah, that's good. 